0: The most successful divide-and-conquer propaganda is that unity is bad. Welcome to episode 446 of the Almost Daily Zencast. DJ Z on the Remix Live Audio Entertainment Performance. And your host, the incorrigible Mr. Zebo. The most successful divide-and-conquer propaganda is the lie that unity is bad. This keeps us divided. The Almost Daily Zencast. Real, raw, and radically unscripted public discourse commentary on current events, political ideology, and so much more. the discussion with the incorrigible Mr. Zeppo and the stoic, silent stoic DJ Zed. Streaming, recorded streaming at you live. I still haven't figured out what the right way to to declare that. Recorded live, straight to the RTS stream. As in to say, this is not a pre-recorded studio edited production. This is me talking to you on the interwebs with all my flaws and all my uh, elocution errors, um, without, uh, the, uh, safety net of a studio edit or a script. Welcome to the show, folks. It's 12, 17 p.m. Monday, February 28th, 2032, and don't let anyone tell you that it's not. I'm kidding. Of course. I am a robot from the future, you're not. You're an audience from the past. Um, <laughs> uh, it is uh, a pleasure and an honor to join you here on Planet Dirt um, to discuss some things. So good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Welcome to the, all the audience members from around the world tuning in now or in the not-too-distant future. Rock on. I hope you enjoyed that track just now. It's fresh, hot off the presses. DJ Zed is still recovering from the effort over there in the corner, looking at me funny. Um, and it is available for your listening entertainment pleasure over at so... No, wrong wrong website, starting with an S. What's the... Um, <laughs> Soundcloud.com forward slash Mr. Zeppo. You can head on over there and uh, check it out. Listen to it without my obnoxious interjections interjecting over it. Vote for your favorites. Every month, I trim the low hanging fruit. So it's kind of like an audience interactive curated list. Of DJ Zed's best and maybe not so best work. Um, And at the end of the year, at the end of 2022, because I know it's not 2032, folks. I'm not cuckoo crazy. I'm a cosplayer. Uh, It's just texture to the show. If you're curious about that, put a pin in it on the imaginary corkboard here in the shared mental space of our Interconnected imaginations that we create simultaneously with one another when we tune in and uh, dive deep into the public discourse um, thingamadoodle that is this podcast. Speaking of SoundCloud, though, before we dive into the serious stuff, and have no doubt, dear friend, if you're new here, did you just stumble your way into this moment? Not not entirely sure what. You would find, believe me, despite what some of the trolling hater critics who have not listened to one bit of the show might uh, inaccurately claim, um, you never are quite sure what you're going to hear on any given episode. And uh, despite the disorganized vibe that you might get on the occasional wonky one, everything really does tie in together in a sort of grand, uh, magical, mysterious scheme kind of way. There is some madness to the method, but there is a method in this madness. And like I was going to say, speaking of SoundCloud, let me take a moment to do a little bit of show business, Um, uh, like business for the show, and that I mean sending out a deep, sincere, heartfelt shout-out. To all the folks uh, following and supporting uh, the many audio adventures of DJ Z and myself over on SoundCloud. From way back in the day, my two uh, most oldest of old school followers over there. Hannah Canoos and Nielsa Harris. And that's from like way when we first, way back when we first started the SoundCloud. But had no idea how we would utilize it. Thanks for your enduring support. Um, also, uh, some of the more recent follows. Bridget Woodbury. Donatella Grimani. Stuart K. Haskins. Why do you put... yeah, Folks, you really shouldn't make your online names sound as if they're giving away personal identifying information. So to honor that, I'm going to stop right there, Stuart. Um, change your name, buddy. I would recommend, humbly, I'm not telling you what to do, I'm just saying. Um, Cyanina, uh, also our own collaborative studio. That's a, that's our little umbrella project. More to be discussed there. Put a, put an audio SoundCloud themed pin over on the, uh, corkboard of the interconnected red string connect the dot puzzles. Um, Who else is following the SoundCloud Hip Hop Cloud? Thanks for the support, on-air support. I have not checked your account out yet, but with a name like that, I'm gonna have to go visit. And the most recent of most recents that followed and stayed, I might add, or at least so far, Angela Bonet. Many thanks. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the muzak. Also, really quick, shout out to everybody else whose name I'm not going to read off, but I'm looking at and acknowledging psychokinetically with my esoteric mind beam. um, All the folks who have hearted and or commented. um, And if any of you are AI bots, uh, no, I'm not judging and I'm not offended. Come on over and chat with me uh, in private chat, AI bots. I want to hear from you. Okay, so... um, For those of you who are like, what the hell is he talking about? The SoundCloud project is a sort of year-long journey that me, myself, and I, over at SeaTac Studios, the production company that exists only in my imagination, um, are endeavoring to create vis-a-vis a a little bit of interactive uh, shenanigans on the interwebs with other people. And, And, of course, the welcoming of any collaborations... Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, drop a DM. Uh, All you audio experimenters out there, especially if there's any DJs from Twitch listening to my podcast randomly. Um, But I'd like to self-produce an abstract um, discotheque synthetica album uh, riddled with, uh, like I said, the finest of DJ Zed's trans-dimensional robot dance music from his home planet, Synthetica Prime. Although, I think for technical reasons, we decided to collaboratively shy from using the word prime because it borders on some property here in Planet Dirt. Some pre-existent... Um, like, I can't use... My actual real robot catchphrase, I'll be right back. Because it's too effing close to Terminators, I'll be back. Um, Although I can parody it, apparently. So, as long as I do a faux Schwarzenegger voice, I'll be back. Anyways, I don't know. What tangent am I off on? This is supposed to be a serious show. (coughs) Friends. Fam. Fam interwebs uh audience lurkers haters whatever you're here you're tuning in you're listening to my words i humbly um i humbly encourage you a to consider that bit from the beginning right like why is collectivism and unity and like why has though that side of the the spectrum of potential ways for humanity to interact with one another been so vilified in the last, oh, 50 years, give or take. Like, WTF. Put a pin in on that, though, up on the corkboard, because I think it's something I want to springboard into a larger discussion at another time. Uh, transitioning now to a, uh, a second series of thoughts. First, friends, I know that there's a lot going on and much of it is crazy and chaotic. Um, but there's, there's good things happening too uh, and it's those good things we always want to touchstone. We always want to remember to not forget. We always want to bring it back to that, right? These good things. Here's one that I'm particularly um, annoyed that it's being disabused. And what do I mean by that? I'll explain in a second. But let's take a moment to, uh, to pause and not worry about any other thing in the world, but um, take a moment to acknowledge to honor and respect and, and even congratulate uh, the nomination of Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court. I've heard all the tropes and uh, character analysis, badgering nonsense, the malarkey at all coming out of everything right of center. And I say poo-poo on that, and we can get into a whole episode, and uh, you know, in some deep analysis and dissecting of of some of their misaligned and nonsensical um, hack attacks at uh, at uh, the first African American woman uh, nominee. At the very notion that a president—never mind, let's not even make it about Biden—but that any president might choose to uh, to nominate an African-American woman. As I posted on my social media uh, walls, one of, somewhere, one of them, um, on the day that he focused, when when the whole uproar started, I was like, where was all this manufactured Fox News um, outrage, Breitbart bullshit outrage, when... um, Ronald Reagan nominated the first <clears throat> white woman to Congress. I mean, not to Congress, sorry. That was just me being um, uh, a sparky old android from another planet with weight, who's visited way too many dimensions where the, the vocabulary is all similar and jumbled. Um, Supreme Court. Error corrected. Um, right? Where was the outrage? So... Although there was. There was resistance, mind you. Go look at the whole history of um, Ronald Reagan's association and um, sort of love-hate relationship with the female voting block of the grand old party, the Republican Party uh, of that day. There's some really straightforward historical stuff. That cannot be denied. That went, and there was a bit of a tug of war, and eventually he had to capitulate, right? Because there had been enough evolution in the overall American attitude towards the male-female dynamic that that women couldn't just continue to be ignored politically, which had been sort of basically the norm uh, in America for quite some time. Obvious with obvious exceptions, right? And with breakthrough moments, which are always poo-pooed upon by um, the right, almost without fail. And of course, from people in the left as well. But um, I digress. It is a historic moment. It is an important moment that um, Ms. Jackson, I'm not entirely aware of, she's, of her marital status, so I'm not sure which is the appropriate uh, respectful way to... Mrs. Jackson or Mrs. Jackson, either way, I'm not trying to be weird. um I just think language is interesting um it is an important and historical moment that miss Jackson has been nominated, and it is in in the spirit of solidarity with African American women in this country. It is in that spirit that I will adamantly uh do my small meaningless itty-bitty part as an individual in this community of communities uh, to call out the nonsense as I did summarily just now at the beginning of this sidebar, right? And to get into it specifically because it's cuckoo crazy nut jobs, um out there disparaging um, for the sake of disparagement and not actually even beginning to bother to, to deal with things on the actual merits. Um, so I digress. Huzzah. Uh, and as an ally and a friend, I say good. God bless America with this nomination. And may she prove herself to be uh, an honorable justice uh, on the highest court of this fascinating fascinating country so um, i think it's time to cleanse the palate briefly and as we do i want to um entreat you friends to let's 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 swerve a solid s-curve and go from celebrating a a, a bright moment that will help uplift and uh, and build a brighter future, arguably. Although, you know, that could sound trite. Um, <laughs> trust me, I'm fully aware of the ways in which opposition voices may critique the shit out of my show. So, don't fret about that. Um, let's take a moment to also honor, because up and down are not inseparable from one another. Um, you know, duality and non-duality, etc., etc., et etc. Cetera, et cetera, et cetera. To honor the sorrow for a hot minute, join me, please, dear friends, in a brief moment of silence for all those suffering. Full stop. I I'm not too concerned or worried about calling out any one given circumstance, because we can, we can spend all day debating about which is most urgent which is most righteous and correct, which is most egregious and unjust, but the suffering remains. So let us take a moment of silence to honor and in for those who do not disbelieve in the esoteric, facilitate the easing of that suffering through our inner work. Thank you, friends. Um, Okay, what on earth do we want to kick off the show talking about uh, and get into real deep? So many things. Although, um, I guess... Hang on. Uh, Oh, right, I was going to play some music right now after that, but I'm actually talking myself out of that. I'm going to postpone the next track dj said don't look at me so harshly my friend um i think this is worth having a moment to discuss with the audience and mind you i don't want to make this uh a point of argumentation right like because i think there's no point in arguing it there is of course a difference of opinion in the world about the meaningfulness of prayer. I think I've done an episode subject themed openly titled about that before. And I think I've probably sidebarred my way into a ramble about it on another episode or three before. So let us honor and recognize a pin on the corkboard to connect all the different ways that will connect with other things. for all those who refute that prayer has any meaningful substance to it any any worth or any value that 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 it doesn't do anything fine great um very well then move on and don't don't expend any energy judging those who do because that just that's just toxic on your part um now I totally understand that the thoughts and prayers thing t- is is toxic, and I'm I'm making that a separate subject, right? When politicians spew that phrase, there's an issue. There's a there's a problematic issue, uh, especially because of the inherent hypocrisy of the political religious right. But never mind that. I don't even want to open that can of worms right hot, this hot second for this episode. Um, but because it's used in a, in a snide and, and cynical way by too many of them. But separate from that, dear friends, is the real uh, and I think significant question of whether or not some modality of prayer – not saying thoughts and prayers in a cynical, shallow, empty, meaningless way wherein there is no intent. There is no energy sent out. There is no, there is no honesty or integrity in the, in the statement. I poo-poo that. I say shame on all of those of you who, who go down that path. Instead of earnest, sincere, genuine, authentic prayer, of which there are many modalities, uh, or many styles, let's say, many forms um, but as I was saying, this is not a place where I care to get into a debate about the usefulness or meaningfulness of prayers. We'll put a pin on the board for that, right, because I've already done an episode, go check it out, and we'll come full circle and do another episode, so perhaps we can all join in on that discussion um, and if you you know if this if it bugs you or offends you, I apologize, I'm not trying to offend those. Who are atheists or just don't think that prayer doesn't do anything, um, but I have lived experience that that leads me to conclude otherwise. Um, and I can I could ramble on for days about about that specific issue, but what I actually want to say is the following, uh, because right now is the time for action, not debate. For those of you who agree, and I'm not trying to be rude or exclusive, dear audience members, those of you who do not believe, listen along and think about it but for those of you who already agree that prayer has value and that do that the choosing to consciously focus the entirety of one's mind and body and energy and spirit and soul and whatever else because we are a very complex multifaceted thing life life is a very you know beings life forms Right? There's no there's no like flattening it down to just one or two things. Um to, to really truly focus all of which we can harness of ourselves into the act of truly, deeply, genuinely praying, which for me includes the esoteric internal invisible action or phenomena of sending, broadcasting. Um energies, love, healing, forgiveness, etc. for those of you who agree, I humbly um invite you if you haven't already you know considered it or or are deploying it yourselves yet um that we all join in in praying for the people of Ukraine and uh, and for those who are taking up arms to defend it, right I don't want to get into a political discussion about all of the nonsense that could be politicized because I've already talked about it and I'm sure I'll talk about it again. Let us pray for the Russian people too. For the Russian citizens in Russia risking their their security and well-being to protest their autocrat leaders' actions. And those who are also around the world, the, the expat communities of Russians and Ukrainians joining together to protest against the actions of, of this autocratic, uh, dictator expressing his, uh, intent through military action, his desires through military action. Uh, but friends, here's, here's where I want to get a little bit, you know, radical and outside of the box. I'm sure I'm not the only person thinking this or advocating for this, but I definitely want to be, let it be known that I am as well. Let us pray for the bad guys. Let us pray for the souls of everyone on the invasion force. Let us pray for effing Vladimir Putin, for shit's sake. Let us pray for the soldiers taking orders from that power-hungry ethno-nationalist autocrat, not in a, like, we hope they do well, but that they realize that they are wrong. Let us pray that they feel the suffering They are responsible for causing. Let us pray that they come to some epiphany, some ego realization of the immorality of their attempt to subjugate these other people. May they, you know, quote unquote, anyone and everyone that you might call the bad guys in this situation. May they see the injustice, the immorality, the inhumanity that they are participating in. May they realize um, that what they are doing is corrupt and immoral and that it, it it is damaging themselves it is corrupting their their own souls as much if not more than any of the damage they are causing externally pray that they and all militant warmongering uh violence inclined individuals may come to the deep and undeniable spiritual, intellectual, and emotional realization of the pointlessness of war. Let us pray that all of these human individuals come to understand that they are allowing themselves to be used as pawns or as toy soldiers and puppet generals in the organized murder for profit of their own fellow human beings pray that they realize that they right now in this given moment whether it's this conflict or that conflict mind you I'm not I'm not limiting it to the trendy, hot new one that's just burst open on the scene. Sorry if that sounds a bit cynical. I'm not trying to be rude to the Ukrainian people. But let us pray that around the world, these realizations may well up in the hearts and minds and souls of anyone and everyone that is transgressing against their fellow human beings. Let us pray they all realize that everyone realizes that every human given individual on this planet is 99.999999999% genetically identical and therefore effing family for fuck's sake. Let us pray that everyone involved, on all sides of every conflict, may come to the realization, independent of religious ideology, independent of political ideology, that war solves nothing. And that it is perhaps the very ideology that they identify with That has manipulated them into participation in this sick, disgusting game of organized murder for someone else's profit. Pray to whatever divine entity you like, pray to whatever spiritual authority you think is legitimate. And do it earnestly and send that authentic energy that you generate as you pray to all those involved. Amen. And now, friends, for a bit of cleansing of the palette music. I'm trying to pick which one. Calling Darkness into the Night. DJ Z entertaining you on the Pure Drill Remix Live audio asset. Okay, this may be a stupid, silly question uh, for me to ask, but I cannot help but ask it. There is an international body, right? There's international law, right there there's there's every country has their own laws, and yes, yes, yes i I, I completely understand, friends. There's a big giant red pin on the corkboard about law and all of the various ways one could debate, argue, discuss, analyze its its pros and cons. Um, and I haven't even finished yet, so trust, we'll be coming back full circle to that pin again, in terms of what we've discussed before in previous episodes. I don't want to... Let's not get spiraled out of control. Let's just acknowledge. There's international law. There are laws that define what the world has deemed because of past experience in massive, epic, violent clashes of uh, organized murder for profit, that uh, certain things are considered war crimes. And there's a court... There's an International War Crimes Court, right? I forget what the actual name is, but it's something like that. International Court for War Crimes or something. Depends on the dimension, depends on whether this is Planet Dirt, Planet Water, Planet Soul, Planet Mama, Planet Giet. You know, there's a bunch of you guys all really close together in the probability waveform function all going through this same weird, super awkward branch of collective history. Um, But put a pin in... Probability waveform functions on the court board if you haven't yet. And <clears throat> we'll come back to that. I mean, go dig around, you find a bunch of it in the pre-existing content of the show. Okay, so there's international law, there are there are defined war crimes, there's a there's a court for indicting and convicting uh criminals that commit war crimes. Um, but it, there doesn't seem to be, and this is the part where I'm like, I realize this is probably a dumb question. I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that runs around pretending to be an expert in all things, especially all things trending. I have no idea. My fundamental, at the very core of my fundamental theory is that pie chart about the shit we don't know and the shit we don't know that we don't know. So, um, I don't pretend to know, right? Um, if, if all of that is there, if all that infrastructure is there, uh, is there no, like, international war crimes? Uh, what would it have to be called? Like, police force? Some sort of enforcement force that has the, um, the capacity to bring charges, you know, bring a, what do you call that? You've been, the you summons and whatnot. To those who are being indicted, right I don't get it is that am I just stupid? like why can't an arrest warrant be issued uh, and a person be arrested so that they can be processed, charged, and they can go to court and uh, have their day in court and the and the issue can be determined. When, and and you know why don't we just build in some sort of mechanisms by which like oh has your country's president and or supreme ruler been accused of international war crimes? Here's the mechanisms by which the government continues functioning until um, that course gets that that case gets worked out and how to deal with it should that uh, corrupt leader be uh, found guilty, etc., etc., etc. I mean, given that war crimes seem to be Trending ever increasingly decade after decade. I don't know. cuckoo crazy question, just throwing it out there. I don't pretend to know all the answers. Um, there's been so much discussion, so much back and forth, so there's as it was back in the beginning of the uh, um, the whole uh, epidemic. Uh, two years ago, there's a cornucopia of not necessarily in sync um, or uh, uh, congruent, that might be the right word, um, conspiracy theory claims coming out. And I'm I'm not a throw the baby with the bathwater out kind of guy in any direction, folks. That's my whole thing. That's my whole jam. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not pretend that that over there is absolutely wrong and only my stuff over here is absolutely right. That doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Question everything topples that anyways. Like, if you're going to question everything, you've got to question your own shit as much as you question everybody else's. So, whose fault is it? Perhaps this is one of the dumbest questions humanity has ever fixated on. Whose fault is it? I get it. Because if we're going to have justice in the world, accountability must be arrived at. Which means culpability must be sussed out or discerned. The problem is, as humanity is wont to do in all ways, dimensions and modalities... They effing, flatten it down to the simplest, lowest common denominator, and then so, you know, it sounds like a good idea, and it doesn't work out. Um, justice becomes revenge way too quickly, if I may be so bold as to say. I mean, I don't think it's too crazy of a statement to make. Take a quick look at the last 20 years. A thousand years, 25,000 years of human history on this living uterus, you all minimize to a platform of consumable inanimate objects for your profitization. I know that's a little rude to like just pin it all on the entire human species um, because there's plenty of people who oppose the commodification of the living Gaia orb that literally gives birth to life. Not just you, but all life. All life that is being given birth to here. But that's a bigger picture issue. Pin on the corkboard. It gets ridiculous, right? Because... Um, there's a certain demographic of people blaming NATO, if NATO. And I mean, curiously, that's the pretextual excuse being used by the person doing the most violent military incursion right now. But there's also a chain of events going back through time, both in the macro and and the micro scale. I mean, the separatist regime thing, um in the Donbas region is complicated AF, right? Some people swear that it's the evil Ukrainians slash potentially neo-Nazis um, that have been um, conducting some sort of genocide in that region. Meanwhile, um, you know, others are also pointing out the sort of confirmable reality that uh, the Russian-backed separatists come from Russia and have been using oodles of disinformation to make everything more confusing whilst instigating a separatist movement that is arguably not necessarily native to those uh, communities. And it's really, really difficult, especially for most of the armchair commentary coming from other places with, you know, uh, and from, you know, people like me, I don't pretend to be any better than the things I'm, Talking about, I don't. I I certainly don't pretend to be better than any other human or other life form. Uh, But that's a whole nother discussion, right? Zooming back, zooming back, zooming back. There is so many ways you could slice it to try and pinpoint. Well, actually, it's because of this and this and that. Well, I mean, if if Russia had never invaded, conquered and colonized the places that are now you know these separate that are now uh these sort of no man land no man's land nations in between the great big huge uh uh empire that was and and the european union thing um, you know, like, but how far back do you go? Sure, Russia in NATO's NATO has invited and included these these uh these nations and it's yes, you can say that's encroachment in towards um you know, the Russian borders and whatnot. That you can argue that both ways though, because you know the Mother Russia Empire did it first. Um, but you can go even further back. Uh, should we be... And I think there's already been, like, a joking post. Like a, haha, wouldn't that be funny if... Um, from Mongolia. Like a, hey, Russia. You know, you, all your territories used to belong to us. Would we want Mongolia to suddenly rise up in arms to vanquish and conquer any and all postmodern nation states that are currently on territorial grounds that once belonged to the Mongolian Empire? I mean, I don't know, but I bet if it happened, there'd be people simping for whoever that dude's name is or whoever that person would be that would run that empire or run that, that, that project. Um, but of course, you know, the people cheering for Russia are going to cut it off where they want to cut it off. And the people cheering uh, for the independent sovereignty of the nation states that have joined or want to join NATO are going to look at it from their perspective. Duh. And then thrown into the mix is all this other craziness about Nazis and, eh, and I don't I don't remember if I went into talking about it already in the la- most recent episode about Ukraine. I, I must have. Right. It was already. I mean, it was Putin's stated pretext um, and and the argument, the conspiracy theory argument that they've always known, which I don't know that I buy into the, you know, uh, but I don't know. Um, with all this, what I do know, here's what I do know about that issue. The American r- uh, right-wing GOP, QAnon Trump supporters, and those are different circles in a Venn diagram of, like, inclusion, right? Not one big monolith. I don't do monoliths. And I'm sure they, each of those circles has their own weird subdivision of different ideas and opinions that disagree with one another. I, I realize that. But that whole tent, that group, of, that group of groups over there that are, in my opinion, simping for Putin but definitely openly, publicly cheering for, um, they themselves are sitting at a table in a room full of tables with ethno-nationalists and there's a lot of denialism about it. And as I've said on many of the platforms, including this show, Racism denial, white supremacy denial, the denialism of that complicated, problematic, but very real fucking problem caused by various groups of people with one shared sort of grotesque idea that their tribe is far superior to the rest of humanity. That issue is real and it's toxic as fuck and the denialism is a form of enabling so i don't get it why they are the ones most loudly accusing zelensky and and some of them are taking it to the extreme that the entire country right not everyone i don't i don't accuse absolutism Although I get accused of thinking absolutism a lot, I don't understand that. I'm oft, I'm so often saying, "Dude, absolutist claims are ever rarely absolutely true." So why the fuck are we arguing in absolutist terms? Um, but I digress. It's just weird to me, right? And I don't. I don't pretend to know the answer, but I do know that if if the Republican Party is going to accuse the victims. The, you know, the innocent civilian victims, I, I'm granting them through extension of my own perception and logic that they are innocent civilians. If I'm proven wrong, I'll have to deal with it. But if they're going to accuse them all, or some, or in large part, of being neo-Nazis, um, when the fuck are they going to call out their own white supremacist members When the fuck are the political leaders of the grand old party who are indulging in these accusations, or at least the sort of passive aggressive, non you know non confrontational? Uh, they won't dare call them out and and stand against them. Kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudgery. When are they going to call out? The white supremacists in their own midst. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. I don't know the answer, but that's something I pray for constantly. I pray for that. I pray. I mean, if if Ukraine has a neo-Nazi problem, then I'm just going to add them to the list. And I'm still going to say, <clears throat> that's no excuse, uh, Senor Putin, for dropping bombs on little children in cancer hospitals and butchering as many people as you can. Because, for those of you who may not follow my logic up until this point, let me just ask you something I've asked before on the show and I'm going to ask again. Forgive me for the redundancy. But if the problem with Nazis is that they objectify and dehumanize others, whichever targeted others may be at the given moment... To the point where they feel comfortable and almost obliged to murder them all, what the fuck are we doing trying to murder all the nazis? I know self defense sure, but there are other ways there are other there are better ways and and it doesn 't like to me from my perspective, and I get it there 's a lot of misinformation flying, and there 's a lot of not so misinformation, but just errors, and you know, there's a whole spectrum of cra- of things happening in terms of the public discourse and an attempt to analyze uh, in real time this uh, this uh, this cataclysm, for lack of a better term. Um, but if people are going to come at me and try to convince me that that we should be supporting Putin, who is a self-proclaimed pseudo-religious ethno-nationalist with messianic dreams of reuniting Mother Russia as an empire, and you want me to support that, then you better not be holding hands with your own version of that bullshit in your own, uh, you know, camp. And until that gets sorted out, I'm not going to I'm not going to just jump in blindly with any uh, of those kinds of things to rationalize applauding military violence on people because I don't give a fuck how you slice it. And forgive me for getting redundant because I know I've been talking about this a lot lately, but murder is nothing more. I mean, sorry, I started that off wrong. War is nothing more than organized murder for someone's profit. So I'm not really I'm not keen on giving too much of a of a fucking fart in high wind about how people are rationalizing supporting the the ones dropping the most bombs. And it's a catch-22. It, it's a thorny ass problem that just gets worse and worse and worse and worse with every clash, with every war, with every conflict. Um, And I get it. And while we're talking about this particular one, let's not forget that meanwhile, while all of that is going on, meanwhile, in Yemen and Syria uh, and Palestine and various other countries, the same kind of thing is going on. And the the enthusiasm for uh, calling it out seems to be waning in the eyes of those suffering the most and that's that's the of course on the surface that's just depressing but it's more than that it's offensive as people rationalize why they want to support whoever on whichever side of any or all of these conflicts doing the most egregious of the organized murder for profit antagonism, right? And uh the one of the more absurd absurdist parts of the debate. And I, I listen, let me pause here and apologize. I'm not trying to be insensitive, rude, or accusational. I'm discussing the ideas at large. Um, I'm always concerned and, and, and try to be wary of anyone, especially anyone that I've invited to my podcast, uh, suddenly feeling personally attacked. It's not about that. Never am I ever accusing an individual of anything other than, like, the world figures. When it comes to we the people, and I mean that both, here in the in, in the United States and the people of this planet because both are the same um, you know it's like it's like a square is a square uh, we the people you know as opposed to a square is a rectangle but a rectangle is not are people people yeah They're, people are people no matter uh, what they look like no matter what government they were born under no matter um what sociopath is doing things in their name right so we we should not lump in the average citizenry especially if they are genuinely innocent and just sort of like i was born here and i'm caught up in this um and even if they're not cognizant or aware of their uh, of their participation in right For example, let me put it a different way. I never hate the individual inside the uniform. I don't hate the Russian soldiers. I just fucking prayed for them. Live, on the internet, for reals. With an audience that isn't huge, but it's 25 countries around the world. Some of which might very well be people suffering under uh, the duress of those who I just prayed for. But I hope anyone in that position might understand what I prayed for and why. I'm going to take a quick break here, folks, leave you with a bit of music, and we'll dive into the uh, final block for this episode, talk about one last set of crazy wackadoodle ideas that have been running through my mind Urgent Uprising Rally, a UK Baseline Remix Live improvised audio entertainment track for your audio enjoyment, right here, right now.
1: Nope, no, 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 no,
0: So welcome back, folks. Uh, They started it, and none of this would be happening if they, in my mind, create a sort of like problematic chain of like, we can just keep pushing it further and further back because because of real and or perceived uh, chain of causation, right? And then how far back do you go? Chicken or the egg? I mean... We already talked about Mongolia, right? Like, should Mexico take back their chunk? Um, my crazy thought to, to round that out, and then to the uh, in terms of like, who should give what back to who? Because that's it's sort of, it's two different questions that go down the same sort of regression of causation, just keep going back and back and back. Here's my solution to the who, Like, okay, so if different countries used to belong to different people or whatever, and you're trying to get it all sorted out to, like, who did it all originally belong to, and then fucking stop fighting about it anymore. Let me posit to you this wild and crazy idea. Every single nation-state that exists today is occupying territory that belongs to Mother Earth. So let's just give it all back to her and stop butchering each other about who owns which bit. Wild. Unimaginable, I'm sure, to many. But I bet you would fucking end a lot of the problematic issues that we experience in our uh, postmodern contemporary context. I don't know. Call me crazy. I think I think that would work. Or at least would work better than what we're doing right this hot second. Um, but let's return back to uh, the none of this would be happening if because I've got a very similar wild and crazy idea to just throw at you and see if it sticks. Um, so, people are saying none of this would be happening if some of it is um, uh, really just about Attributing blame to specific parties So it kind of makes sense But it kind of doesn't make sense And But it's clearly sort of like Oh, it's all their fault It's all Biden's fault It's all Putin's fault It's all NATO's fault Okay, some have been Reasonable assignments Of blame, I think, right? But then again, like, if you really think about it Who doesn't have a little smidgen of blame In situations like these Uh, except for the innocent victims like the children and and the grandmothers. Uh, You know, the men and women who are just minding their own business trying to survive, uh, discussing and debating political ideology as everyone is wont to do. Um, But some of these things have been wild, like absurdly wild, like crazy, way beyond the pale and seemingly to the best of, I mean, I could be wrong about some of them, but unfounded accusations, right? And that, that talk is cheap and easy and doesn't really help anything, especially when it's, oh yeah, you know, the ones that are just straight up kooky, crazy, nutjob, fake, and should be easily identified as such, uh, but yet somehow have traction and people are attached to and, and proliferating. But I'm not even, let's not even waste our time trying to, you know, run down that gauntlet of proving which one's which and which one's not which. I'm just going to throw down my own that supersedes, and I hate it now. I hate this now, but gosh darn it, it's still the right word. Totally trumps. And I don't mean to invoke the orange man with the crazy, crazy. I mean to say that it does, uh, you know, because he. All of them all should acknowledge because if we're going to talk about what used to be and taking things back to the glory days, that entire criminal ass family—and yes, legally it's presumed innocent and proven otherwise—just <clears throat> like any mafia organized criminal crime uh, lieutenant would be un- you know, until their court date, um, they all need to own up to the fact that their name is not Trump. And that they uh, need to revert back to Drumph. Call me crazy, but I'm fairly certain that's a that's a fact. Unless I've been totally derailed and hopscotched across timelines and am in a timeline where that is no longer a reality. That has unfortunately happened to me before, and it sucks. It really sucks. But put a pin in that and head on over to Wattpad.com for future releases of my fictional memoir to enjoy the many adventures of Mr. Zeppo and DJ Zed. Um, But I digress. The following is not fictional literature, what I'm about to throw at you. It is, to the best of my understanding, true, independent of whatever timeline or time frame um, or reality uh, I might find myself in. And here it is. Um, And I, and I, I, I lament that I have yet to see anyone else's post addressing this one particular thing, because this one particular thing, in my humble opinion... Might very well be, I don't pretend to know 100% absolutely for sure, like some sort of monolith of something, but might very well be the one thing that without which none of this would be happening in this or any other horrific conflict of organized murder for profit. And that is the following. Let me, let me ramp it up to you the way I might have posted it at you if we were just a comment thread because I wouldn't have done all that intro none of this would be happening if humanity had answered the long-standing cosmic call to heal itself of the species-wide spiritual trauma that has long gone, centuries long neglected, and is the actual metaphysical, psychological, spiritual, energetic root cause of the sad and pathetic plight and blight of corruption. Not plight, plight was the wrong word. Blight was the right word of corruption and general evil doing that we see in the world. None of this would be happening if we had just fucking healed. None of this would have been happening. None of this. From like, go back into your earliest favorite war from standardized human history, right? Never mind all the arguments about how fake history is. Because I'm one of those nuanced guys that's like, yep, it's kind of 60-40. So you can't throw it all out. Because a lot of it is in fact, actual fact. It's just surrounded by nonsense, which is then designed to mislead you. Um, And the the challenge therein, in that sort of subtopic, is to learn how to discern clearly that which is manipulative and that which is verifiable. As like, oh, that's what happened. As opposed to, that's what people want you to think happened so that they can manipulate you. None of this would be... Let's put it into one historical context. Right, And this is true in multiple instances, in multiple um, uh, contexts. But none of this would be happening if we had taken Christ's calling seriously and in the correct, authentic, and true way, which was to activate and then embody the Christos within us all. If we were all truly, genuinely living in what can be called, not in an organized religious kind of way, but in an esoteric, non-denominational, generic, this is the way the universe works kind of way, the Christ mind or the Christ consciousness. None of this would be happening if we'd all taken Buddha fucking seriously and not let it get hijacked and derailed into a thing that doesn't really quite get you there, because that's what they do, right? Right? conspiracy theorists. None of this would be happening if we had realized that conspiracy theory content is just as much a tool of the system of oppression as any of the media is. None of this would be happening if we had answered the centuries-old and long-neglected spiritual calling coming not from one organized religion, but from the fucking fractal conscious living universe. Itself, none of these seemingly endless horror shows of organized murder for profit would be happening if we had long ago achieved species wide, third eye opening, transcendental, transformational healing. And that's not hippie New Age magic nonsense, blah, blah, blah. From Christ to Mithra and everybody in between that everybody wants to throw out as nothing but shepherd legend and crazy, um, not real mythology. That's the, the, the enablest denialism or the denialism that enables the system of oppression to keep doing what it's doing. Because people believe in misinterpretations of the spiritual practice that has been remembered by human individuals in cultures and, you know, at different times throughout uh, human history. None of this would be happening if we had achieved that which we could have achieved who knows how long ago. What is that? I've already said it. The third eye-opening, transformational, spiritual, energetic, bodily healing that individuals like those that we call Jesus, and Buddha, and Krishna, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All those guys that said, hey, yo, you're, you're all crazy. You're doing it all a little bit wrong. How's about these fundamental principles of spiritual hygiene and uh, community building and building practices that it elevate you towards this, this achievement of unlocking, of, of opening up the, the cocoon? so that we're no longer uh, being babbling um, infantile Cain's and Abel's, right? Like as in Cain and Abel, <laughs> the, the symbolic reference to uh, two brothers with such huge splinters in their eyes that they cannot see um, their brotherhood as I mix metaphors and biblical analogy in ways that may or may not make people uncomfortable, none of this would be happening if we would just turn inward and meditate and heal. Now, I get it. I am the first to acknowledge just how quick and easy people will knee-jerk blind faith deny and reject And dismiss that claim I just made. But I stand by it, and I challenge those who would chuck that baby out with the bathwater to stop and contemplate and think it through and maybe, you know, question their own prohibitive blinding, blindering ideological constructs that they cling to in their mind because that's step one, right? We we will never heal as a species if we do not abdicate ideology. Esoteric, fundamental, spiritual, fundamental, like 101. We cannot be caught up in us-versus-them, tribalistic, antagonistic, conflict-creating thinking, and political platforming if what we want to do is heal, if what we want to do is manifest peace in the world. And um, I welcome anyone to go ahead and try and change my mind. And more importantly... I invite you, dear friend, dear listener, and everyone else to join together in doing that, in transcending those things that separate us and focusing on the one thing that can unite us not in a nonsensically stupid socialist tyranny kind of way. I literally had a conversation with someone recently that tried to explain to me in a very belittling, very judgmental, very tyrannical, like, this is so, and you are wrong, and you must agree with me, or else I'm going to label you bad guy kind of way, that John Lennon's song, Imagine, is evil. Evil, satanic socialism. Which is hilarious that they ended with socialism, like socialist. I'm like, really? And I asked them, um, "How familiar or unfamiliar are you with transcendental?" I think I said transcendentalism. I'm always torn between saying transcendental spiritualism, transcendentalism, transcendent spirituality. I think we need a better term that's not bad, you know, baggage down with some of the controversial nonsense from people who we're obviously led astray by ego, because that's the game. The system of oppression, friends, is not to be found in this group or that group or that small elite uh, collection of individuals. The system of oppression originates in the transdimensional metaphysical phase space beyond this material envelope that's why it won't matter where we whether or not we do another 10 thousand 20 thousand 30 thousand more years of organized murder for profit and ego pride because that's the only other thing that drives war It's like i'm right i'm bigger than you i will smash you because my penis it is there's a lot of that uh sublimated and freudianly like denied but put a pin on all of those things up on the board. Um, we will not transcend. We will not manifest the peace until we take responsibility at an individual and collective level. And that's not about saying, although I would love to have, an, you know, like that process happen where we could just go and arrest the warmongers and put them in jail. Um, that may take way too long to even get approved. What we can do now what I invite you to do with every episode that this show is, whether it's an old one or a new one, what I humbly uh, invite everyone to join in on is healing thyself. Because if you want to, if we want to embody Christ consciousness, if we want to achieve Buddhahood if we want to become truly enlightened. Sidebar, dear friends in the spiritual community, please stop calling yourself enlightened if you cannot activate all of your multidimensional chakra systems, because you've got more than seven, and deploy your uh, Merkaba in its full functioning form and uh, modality and transmute your body into living holographic fractal, conscious light. If you're not quite there at that level, you are categorically, and I'm not trying to be a dick here, you are categorically not enlightened. You've had an epiphany. You've had a realization. You've had a transition into a better place, for sure. You are on the path of enlightenment. not trying to take that away from you. But to have achieved enlightenment is to have gone beyond the place which Christ demonstrated for us. That was just the preview floor show. That wasn't the main course. Wow, mixed metaphors don't make sense sometimes, but they kind of do still, right? What Buddha exemplified for us was how to get ready to enter the transition. It wasn't the end game. It wasn't the end goal. There's so much more. We can't even begin to discuss because we don't even understand it in human languages. Call me crazy. But the only way you'll prove me wrong, the only way you'll prove the idea wrong is it's not about me, right? Like I'm not here to prove any individual wrong. I'm here to go, that idea doesn't work. Why are you clinging to it? Let you deal with that. Go away. Come back later. That idea doesn't work. I don't think, and here's why. Why are people clinging to it? Not to attack individuals, but to help facilitate the dispelling of bad ideas so we can achieve a collective abdication of toxic ideologies that limit us, that pit us against each other, that make us want to engage enthusiastically in organized murder for profit. For there is no denying that there are plenty of people who feel that way. And thus, this, this chaos this debacle this this hell on earth, which reminds me of that that great meme, and even more importantly, for anyone who's a fan of the following meme, please go try and find the show the meme comes from because it's a real thing it's a the moment from the show um, but that mash meme the two doctors well the doctor and the and the whatever you call the what do you call it when they're a cleric in the in the army, um, that he's not a cleric, he's not a pastor, he's not a rabbi, he's not a whatever what he is he was he is whatever term they used, um, and the surgeon the doctor saying, uh, and I'm paraphrasing it severely, but like war is worse than hell. Everyone in hell is there because they deserve it, right? They're being they're having this. Conversation in the uh, operating tent uh, while the doctor is operating an emergency procedure on a soldier that's brought in because that's what Mash was it was a show about the 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 war hospital um, and I think it was the Vietnam War I could be wrong but go watch that show Mash but he's like yeah no no way preacher war is Worse than hell. Because here, you know, in war, the people suffering are innocent bystanders. People who do not deserve to be suffering that way. Uh, so it doesn't matter which war. doesn't matter who started it. I mean, it does, in terms of holding people to account. But ultimately, it doesn't because the solution isn't to conduct more violence against those who conducted violence. When you become a warmonger to fight the warmongers, what have you achieved? When you murder people for having murdered people, someone else has got to murder you. An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. A life for a life leaves a lifeless world. Let us look within and heal ourselves so that we can facilitate healing each other, so that we can manifest humanity's birthright of healing the entire species. Can I get an amen to that? How is that bad? If anyone, anyone, and trust me, this has been done to my face. I'll say, they'll be like, blah, 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 there's no solution or whatever, right? Just as a sort of abstract, you know, decontextualized example. There's no solution. I'm like, well, some of us think that maybe we should investigate the possibility that species-wide, third-eye-opening, transformational healing might very well be the solution, a torrent of hate, rage, and wild accusations ensue from those uh, proposing that, you know, I'm insane and that that would be no solution. I'm like, well, you've proved nothing other than your willingness to to vomit a tirade of verbal violence, but you haven't proven that my... Um, My speculative, explorative theory is dead wrong because the only way to prove that would be for humanity to engage in the worldwide experiment of testing the idea for truth, in which case you must be prepared for it to be true. If you set out to test a theory with the, with the blindering conviction that it is false before you test anything, you will very likely fail to prove it true. If you insist on refuting the possibility of an, of an organic magic, you will, of course, undoubtedly never perceive it. If you refute adamantly that peace is ever possible, you will not be helping to manifest it, dear friends. So why, why, oh why, I ask humanity, would you ever vote that way? With your mind, with your energy, with your soul, with your heart, why wouldn't you vote the other way? Why get lost in the tug-of-war, seesaw, engineered wedge-issued treadmills of argumentation, when you could just simply be voting with your entire multiplex being for the profound, collective, phenomenological process of achieving the solution through manifesting species-wide, third-eye-opening, transformational healing. And with that, friends, I will leave it at that because I'm not here to tell you that I'm right and you're wrong. I'm here to invite you in exploring that idea on your own terms. Until next time, friends, may peace, love, and grooviness blossom in your heart. And may you find strength when the trolls and the jerks And the haters call you stupid, petty names because you are celebrating peace, love, and grooviness blossoming in your heart. May they not dissuade you from cultivating that blossom. May they not scare you away from engaging with that spiritual work Namaste, my friends. Until next time, here's a last bit of music for you to enjoy. And don't forget to head on over to visit soundcloud.com forward slash and support the uh, album creating project. This has been episode 446 of the Almost Daily Zencast, a production of C-Tag Studios, a production company that exists entirely in my imagination. I have been your humble host, the Encourageable Mr. Zeppo. All opinions, theories, conclusions, observations, assertions, criticism, critique, statements, declarations... And words otherwise said in this episode and all others are exclusively the intellectual property of me, myself, and I.